Jesus has a word for us today, and that is get your house in order. I'm coming. You want to be ready. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for the warning. We thank you that you're telling us things to come and how to be ready for that day. We acknowledge you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. And he said, he said, he's coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. That bride that has prepared herself for him. And so think of it. Think of, think of just to encourage you, just think of standing before him that day face to face. And if you never got ready and, and you're standing there and he's looking at you and you're looking at him, you're going to be at a loss for words. You're actually going to be shocked. Maybe some because lots of people just think that they're going to go in the grave or they're going to sit on a cloud. I've heard people say that. And really, it's just a lack of it's a, it's ignorance of the word of God, if you would think that. And so if you stand before him and haven't prepared, it's just going to be really awkward. Not only that, but it's not how you get to heaven. It, it, it's not how you prepare by not doing anything. If you're going to marry someone, you get ready. And if you've asked Jesus to come up on the inside of you, then it's time to get ready. It's time to make sure that you're ready. It's time to get your house in order. All those things that you know that he might say to you that day. You want to make sure you have them checked off your list. You don't want to be like the five virgins who, who said, who he said, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't acquainted with you. I didn't know you because they weren't ready. And so um, also just, just go back a bit. Think of standing before him that day and you did get ready. How excited you're going to be to see him. And you already know that you're ready, that, that you're without spot or wrinkle. That you've purified yourself that you completely gave everything up for him to be like him, to get ready to live with him forever. You're, you're completely obedient to him. You've surrendered to him. And so you prepared for that day. But if you haven't, if you haven't prepared, it's not going to be like that. You're going to be estranged from him, rejected. Because here now, if you're not getting ready to marry him, you're rejecting him. He gave his life for you. He, he, he made it so that you can live sin-free, so that you can know him, so that he can live on the inside of you. And if you've rejected that, that day, you're going to be grieving when you stand before him. You're not going to know him, and he's not going to know you. And so it's going to be like, how would you think you're going to move in with someone you don't know? You met, many people believe that everybody goes to heaven 
hey, see you on the other side, have no idea of where they're going because they haven't taken the time to know him. They have no idea who they're moving in with and who they think they're moving in with and then are going to be very disappointed to find out they're not moving in with Jesus, that what they believed their whole life was a lie. And, you know, many who think they know him and really are maybe just religious think they're ready for that day. And I just want to encourage you, if you haven't sat down and thought about what it'll be like to meet him face to face, if you haven't had intimate mornings with him, time with him, where you know what he's thinking, he knows what you're thinking and you're aware that he's right there with you, then that day for you is going to be very, very uncomfortable. It's going to be devastating. Not everyone goes to heaven. Jesus said, only those who do the will of my Father. And when you do his will, that is how you get out. That is how you get out those spots and wrinkles. Those spots and wrinkles that you have are contamination from the world, from evil, from not surrendering to him. Think about living with a holy of holies. Think about living with King Jesus, who is pure, honest, not about himself. You know, many people are uncomfortable with Christians that are growing up to be like Jesus right here on the earth. And they're uncomfortable, and it's because they've surrendered to Jesus. And they're taking on his character and living that pure and holy life. Jesus living it in them. And that's why you're uncomfortable around them. And if you're uncomfortable around them, when you stand before Jesus, you're going to be super uncomfortable. The King of Kings, Lord of Lords. When we leave here, we're not going to just go in a coffin and lay in the ground or sit on a cloud. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth when Jesus comes, if you leave here when Jesus comes. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And the abode of God is going to be with us. We're going to live with him. And right now we're separated from him because we're not purified. We're not holy. We're not without spot or wrinkle. We're not letting Jesus do that in us. And so that's what it's all about. You have to grow to be like the man that you want to move in with. And so just like if you get ready for a natural wedding, you have to get ready for Jesus, but in, in the spirit realm, in the spiritual sense. Know who he is, what he's thinking, his, pers his, his perspective, his opinion. Know him. Know what he thinks of you, even. Know what he thinks of you. How's that going to happen unless you take the time to get to know him? How's that going to happen?
It's not. And then when you stand before him that day, just like the five foolish virgins, they were foolish because they didn't get ready. They didn't do what Jesus told them to do. And how can you know what Jesus told you to do if you can't hear Jesus, if you don't talk to Jesus, if you haven't looked at the word of God because he is his word? He said, I'm not acquainted with you. They're knocking on the door. Lord, Lord, let us in. And he said, I don't know you. I'm not acquainted with you. Get acquainted with Jesus. Get to know him. Get to know the man you, you think that you're going to marry and move in with that day. Get on the proper attire. Be prepared. If you do nothing else while you're here except for to seek Jesus and find out how to move in with him, that would be the best. Nothing else matters. But to find out his will, how you're supposed to act, what you're supposed to say, what you're supposed to do, to know that you're to forgive, to know, to know his will. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So if you're self-willed, if you have your own opinion, you're your own God, and Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you, verse 23. Away from me, I never knew you, verse 22. And you're going to be doing like, Lord, but Lord, there's no arguing your way into the kingdom of God. There's no getting in by the skin of your teeth, as many think. So to encourage you again, just start thinking about what that day is going to be like when you see Jesus face to face. I saw him. I had, I, I was sitting across the table from him in heaven at the banquet table. I saw his face. And it's not the same. You know, when you, when someone's not around um, and you're not doing the right thing, you're thinking you're getting away with that. And many people are in that place. They're thinking they're getting away with something. Even though they hear that still small voice, they hear that correction and they ignore it because they think, well, he's not here. And so I can just do what I want. I've seen that happen in families. You know, uh, the main characters, the mom and the dad are gone, and everything just falls apart. But Jesus didn't leave for us to fall apart, but for us to keep it together. And because many don't think that they have, they have to be accountable to anyone, that maybe Jesus is a fairy tale, he's not here, he's not coming. Whatever you're thinking, when you stand before him that day and you find out how wrong you were and, and you're accountable for the decisions you make, you're going to be so sorry. When I was in heaven, I changed from making wrong decisions to right decisions. And I had the opportunity to sit with Jesus face to face and it was amazing to 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 be right there and of course your time with him on the earth you can hear him he can hear you and but you don't see his face but adding that all together and when you see his face and you did do his will 
You're going to be so glad that you did. You're going to be like, this is that day that I've been looking forward to when I see Jesus face to face. And I know he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, because I did as well. He's not going to say, I didn't know you, because we know each other. I went through correction with him. And when he corrects you, um, it's not that comfortable. But when you do what he tells you to do, it's heartwarming. You you know that you did what you were supposed to do. And, and so you have that peace. You have that peace that passes all understanding. So... Um, if, if you're instead, if you're focused on sort of getting ready for Jesus, you're going to be focused on, I got to hurry up and be happy. I have to hurry up and live my life here before Jesus gets here. And if that's your, if that's your mindset, then you're going to miss it. You're missing it. Don't think like that. Let me encourage you. Don't think you got to hurry up and enjoy your life before you die. Or you will die. There's the first death and the second death. The first death is when you leave your body. And then it's determined where you will go. And you want to know ahead of time that you're going to go and live with Jesus. You want to know that. You don't want to hear him say, I didn't know you. And so instead of trying to hurry up and live your life here and do everything, keeping up with the Joneses, they used to say, do everything everybody else did, go here, go there, do this, do that, just to make it that you're cool, you know, you're acceptable. Instead of doing that, get your mind on where are you going from here? Because if you don't, you're not going to be ready to stand before Jesus. You're going to shrink. And, and devastation. You're going to be looking at him and, and wishing. You know, I don't know how it all works when you get there. But I know what the Bible says. And I know what I've learned. And... I actually have a sister that um, today is her birthday, but she went to be with Jesus. And he gave me this story about her struggle to get there. It's a struggle. The kingdom of God is taken by force. It's a struggle to get there. It's not easy because of all the pressure the enemy puts on you. All the, all the evil in the world that tries to cling to you to keep you from entering into eternal life. And I celebrate this day saying she made it. She went through. She ran through the mud. She ran up the hills. She did what she had to do, so to say, to get there, to be able to stand before Jesus that day and hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We don't live here how we feel and what we think. We live by his standards. We're preparing to move into the kingdom of God. We're not just quick living here and trying to get the most fulfillment out of the pleasures of life. But we're here to be that vessel 
for Jesus, to learn to be like him and then go show who he is. That's what a true Christian is. And many people call themselves Christians because they think, again, it's a popular thing to do. It's what everybody calls themselves. And if you call yourself a Christian and you say that little prayer, you get to go live with Jesus. But you're going to be disappointed when you get there if Jesus said, says to you, away from me, I never knew you. And he's telling us things to come. He said, he said, if we believe that the Holy Spirit would come, God's Spirit living on the inside of us, and he would tell us things to come, and that's what, he doing, uh, that's what he's doing today. He's saying he's coming, and we're not ready. And he's giving us direction. He's correcting us so that we can be ready. So when you say that prayer, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, what you're saying is, I want to be engaged with you. I want to marry you. I want to live with you forever. And starting today, I'm going to get ready. If you don't get ready, when King Jesus comes and that glass slipper doesn't fit, then you're not going to be chosen. All because you didn't get ready. Instead, you're going to be thrown out into the darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because if you're not marrying Jesus, you've married the world. you got to let go of the world. That's really the bottom line and say, I want to marry Jesus, so I'm going to let go of the world and all these things that are clinging to me. I like to think of it as little crabs just clinging to you, and you've got to get them off. you got to get them off because they're keeping you from Jesus. They're keeping you from the light. They're pulling you down. Satan's little schemes is lies that he puts in your head. He can come into your thinking. The Bible tells us that. He comes into our thought life and tries to control us. He's trying to steal Jesus from you with a lie. Everybody goes to heaven. You don't have to do anything to get ready. You don't have to do that great work. You don't have to be a part of his life. That's ridiculous. He's God. He's asked you to be a part of his life. He asked you to marry him. He calls you the bride of Christ when you get ready to stand before him, to move in with him. You move in with, you marry those you are alike, those you are in agreement with. You don't marry someone that you don't care about or unless you have an evil motive or um, someone you don't agree with someone you don't have time for. That's not what it is. You can't choose Jesus at the last minute because, oh, I made the wrong choice. Oh, everybody else is doing this, so I thought this is what I should do. All the way walking on that wide path that leads to destruction, also at the last minute you think, oh, I get to pick Jesus. I don't think so. That's not what the word says. And for your own information, um, don't take a chance. Don't play Russian roulette with your life. Jesus said, on that day, what's going to happen? And he doesn't want to say it. He, he, he wants to tell you now. So on the day that you're not surprised. Revel, um, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And many are going to think they did, and Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. 
and then they'll be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Find out for yourself. Open the Word of God and read it and find out for yourself. Don't take a chance. Don't, don't look at me and laugh about what I'm saying. It's not funny. Your life is important to Jesus. The reason he hasn't come yet is because you mean so much to him. You know, it's easy to to get on YouTube or Facebook or whatever and put down those people who are speaking the word because you're just bored or, or you make fun of the way they look or whatever. And what you're doing is really taking a chance with your life by not taking that person seriously. They're sent of God to reach you. So unless you know what you're doing, what you're talking about, then don't say anything. Open the word and find out what's truth. This is a matter of life and death. It's not funny. It's not about what the person has on or how they look or anything else. It's about the word that they're speaking to you, Jesus reaching out to you through them so that you can have eternal life. It's not a joke. It's not funny. So... If you never did ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, anyone who calls out to the name of calls calls out to the Lord will be saved. If you call out to him, say, Jesus, come and live on the inside of me, and you're willing to heed his voice, he's gonna come. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart. Whatever you did that you think is so bad, you're forgiven. When he comes to live on lives on the inside of you. He forgives you. It's okay. It's okay. You could just start anew. And then get down on your knees every day and ask him to help you, to correct you, to teach you. I always say get down on, down on your knees because he's there instantly. You can hear him when you get on your knees. Worship him. He's this word, John 1, 1. Worship him. He is good. He's in love with you. And he wants you to get ready. Now start imagining yourself standing before him that day. Ready for that wedding. Right? If you don't get ready for your own wedding, there is not going to be a wedding. If your groom just gets ready and you don't get ready, there's not going to be a wedding. You can't just at the last minute and a second when you stand before him, Get ready as same as Jesus. You can't get ready at the last minute. That's why he's giving us warning after warning after warning. Get ready. I'm coming. Get your house in order. Do those things that you need. You, you, you already know that you're supposed to be doing, but you're putting them off, thinking you have time, thinking that oh, he's not real. I don't have to do this. I have no one I have to, I have to account to. I can do whatever I want to do. This is my opinion. I'm going my life this way. This is what I think. And this is what I'm going to do. And when you do that, you really have no knowledge of the word of God. This is the very things that you are doing are going to bring you out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. You're going to go to hell. And I know people don't like to hear that. And not many people say it, but the Bible says it. And if you don't know that the Bible says that, if you're doubting what I'm saying, look for yourself. Look to Jesus. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. 
You can't get there on your own opinion, what you think. You can't ignore the word of God. You can't ignore Jesus and have eternal life. And it's, it's one way or the other. There's no in between. If you don't pick Jesus, you've picked the enemy, everlasting damnation. If you pick Jesus, then you got to adapt to him and get ready to move into his kingdom. Be a part of his life by doing his will and then being that vessel to bring others into the kingdom to show them the truth. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for showing us truth today, for telling us things to come. We thank you so much that you're reaching out over and over again, that your warnings haven't ceased, that it's not your will that one should perish. We thank you so much. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for waiting for us. Jesus is saying, tell them, I'm coming very, very soon. Quickly make your decision. Follow me. I am the way. You will not regret it. You'll never, never, never regret, regret following me. Only I can fill your every need. Anything else is a lie. Jesus. So thank you so much for listening today. Get ready. Start seeing yourself standing before Jesus and have that sense of accomplishment that you got ready, that you ordered the cake. You did all those things that you need to do to stand before Jesus in the natural, what you do in the natural. Now you're going to do, use those as a basis to get ready for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Do I look like him? Do I agree with him? Do I have on the proper attire? Does that glass slipper fit? Do I love? Do I forgive? Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.